advancing garage logic segment number one. I would pay good money, and Reavers, I would uh, wonder if you would pay good money, too, to see uh, see the Rook at the NFL Combine doing the three-cone drill. Oh, um, love to do never the mind drill bench pressing. We know you're not going to handle that. I can't do the bar. 40-yard dash. Nope, none of that. But the three-cone drill. Can What's you do the, the three-cone three- drill? What do, I, what do you do? Well, you stick one somewhere, Oh, and then okay. you grab the other two, and you run as fast as you can. Oh, it's most a, it, it measures agility, uh, gumption. And uh, it leaves uh, nothing wingspan. To oh, okay. I, I think I got it. most of the uh, the modern day uh, terms that are being coined in in professional it's sports. Yeah. I find laughable and somewhat. <laughs> but the underwear Olympics is perfect for oh, the combine. I agree. The underwear Olympics is perfect. This the, is the worst. You're learning event. virtually nothing. This is the so what? I don't care what he can bench press. Can right. he make a play can on he, the field? Can he play? Right. I mean, you know, of course these guys are strong, or maybe they're not that strong, or maybe one's stronger than the other. Or How strong do you have to be? But they, they've already looked at these guys at their pro days. Oh. They've got reams, reels of tape yep. or digital recordings of their games. This is just another way for the NFL to look up its own rectum to find right. another stream of res- <laughs> Who revenue. Want to do that, you know? And let's televise it. <laughs> And we'll have a whole week of the NFL media just stroking themselves yep. and just look at all the, the stuff we're learning. We got to be there. And, and look at the difference makers. Who are the greatest offensive linemen in the draft, the fastest, strongest right now? And what is Cleveland thinking? I don't care. What is Cleveland? Do they get a lot of gals that are waiting for the fellas uh, once they come off? Maybe the 40-yard dash or... Is it highly attended? By, I have uh, not seen, other than maybe journalists, you're not going to see too many females at the uh, scouting combine. Oh, really? I don't, okay. I, I've been there once. It Scantily st- clad athletes are running around. And- it is a, first of all, it's a drunk fest. Because oh. uh, be- every scout, every personnel director, yep. every general manager, and every agent is in town. And all they do is go out and drink. And you, if you don't think that the Vikings are playing footsie, with Kirk Cousins' people right now, even though they're not supposed to because of tampering, sure, you're drunker than they're going to be tonight. Nice. I mean, it's all going on there. Remember the uh, the big brawl between Brzezinski and oh, uh, that's right, and Adrian's Ben. Adrian Peterson. Uh, what was agent. his name? Dagra. Ben, ben Dagra. Dagra. Yeah, they got into a screaming match at Moe's, the big steakhouse, <laughs> because he they had Adrian on the uh, do not playlist or whatever oh. it was, and they got into it a little bit. But see, I well, I guess this is the type of insight you gather. You you collect when you go to the oh, uh, deals are made, tires are kicked. Yeah, I, I relationships are made. This is where reporters it, go and and kiss kiss ass and try to get sources. I don't know that it's on my bucket list. Oh no no no! no. no I would cool. not put if, if you're going to pick an NFL event to go to. Yeah, um, and I hate the draft. I'd pick the draft over this. And Ooh, I get yeah. why you know collars there to chronicle for the website. I'm not saying it's no, not no, no, newsworthy, no. but what I don't get is. The guy that's there doing a radio show. Mm. Why? What? Okay. It, does, it doesn't make great radio. Well, it not, not only does it not make great radio, but most of the people that are there, scouts, coaches, GMs, whatever, all these people are acting in secrecy from one Correct. another. They're the not last revealing thing that anything. they're going to do is come on your show and tell you anything. Right. That's not going to happen. I mean, they don't. T- Rick Spielman basically stood up there the other day and read the phone book. Hmm. And, He's and so revealed, smart. Oh, I know, isn't he? Just ask him. I've been pound. <laughs> I, I, just I ask saw him. your tweet. That's why I said that. I just I've been pounding <laughs> on him so much because he just cannot bring himself to treating his audience like an like they're adults. Right. 
because he's got it all figured out. He thinks we've got it all figured out when we don't even care half of us, and right. then he thinks he knows it all. And I'm telling you, man, I just said this on Mackie and Judd. The way they're acting, they are either the shrewdest, most coy, uh, calculating managers of a team, or they're going to have this quarterback situation explode in their face. They're going to end up with two cripples and Kyle Sloter because cousins, cousins may not come here. Right. What are the odds right, what, right now? 50-50? Uh, I don't know. It's good, you know. Okay, Spielman. Okay. So, well, let's. Uh, yeah, good point. Touche. <laughs> no. Touche. Well, the Jets are guaranteeing, apparently, if you believe what you read, okay. the New York Jets are guaranteeing Kirk Cousins. They're going to guarantee his whole contract, which is unheard of in the NFL, right? Yeah, I don't think it's a good idea. But- uh, I don't I don't think that his fellow owners, uh, Woody Johnson's fellow owners, will think that either. But let's say they do. $150 million guaranteed. Now the only thing that I don't think the Vikings are going to match that. There's yeah. no not the guaranteed part. Right. I don't think they're going to match the stupid. number part. Let's say they guarantee half of that, right? Let's just throw a number sure. out there. Say we'll, we'll come over the top of the 100 million, 120 million, 70 guaranteed. The only thing I think the Vikings, the biggest chip the Vikings have to play is you can come here and win now. You can come here with this defense, with these receivers. Okay. Uh, if Case big. Keenum can come here and thrive, you can come here and thrive, and maybe you'll be lifting a trophy. You can go to New York and make love to your pile of $150 million, but the Jets are awful, right. and they're not going to win anytime soon, and he's not going to make them that much better. That's a pretty good carrot to, to dangle, I would say. Going to a, going to a good team? So is $150 million guaranteed. But you basically then help me fu- nurse my wounds. You find out. What what he's more interested in, which is what they're doing this weekend against right. the rules. Mm-hmm. But but they can oh. legally talk to his agent on about, March fourteenth. But they could talk to his agent about anything. Oh, the weather. Hey, you've got a draft pick that we might be interested yeah. in. Uh, but oh, hey, uh, what's Kirk thinking? They're these speak, days? They're going to speak code. Sure, a little pig Latin. And the Vikings aren't the Kirk only K. team. K. Attenley. They, they all do it. K. They all do it. It's not just of course the Vikings. they do. Yeah. yeah, that's all. It's it's a cesspool of. Uh, uh, Why do they even hide behind these silly rules if they don't? Well, they got to have abide them. By I them. mean, you got it's like tanking in the NBA. It's like you know, it's like or pornography. I'll know it when I see it. You know, right. kind of deal. They know what's going on. It's kind Just of don't make combo. it obvious. You know, right? That's a really weird combo. I'm Basketball and, and and pornography. Yeah, I know they're all You're choir not boys. Hard enough, right? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Describe, uh, we were talking, describe the hat you're wearing, because it's not a beanie, it's not a beret. Uh, this is, uh, it's a Love Your Melon cap. Uh, this one, I think, was Children's Hospital. The Love Your Melon guys, I think they started at the University of St. Thomas as a not-for-profit. Or when you buy a hat really? like I didn't this, know that. Yeah, when you buy a hat like this, uh, a hat is given to a, a cancer patient. Uh, I don't, I'm not specific, I don't know specifically if it's aged, if it's kids, my daughter was uh, heavily involved with volunteering, so we've got a whole bunch of Love Your Melon hats. To keep folks warm because they're obviously losing their hair because of chemo and all uh, that? Yeah. And or these to are, keep them stylish a little yeah, bit? Yeah, they're very, they're nicely made, and, uh, you know, it, it's not a, a stocking cap. Or it's not a baseball cap, so I can kind of wear it. It's cold in here. In this room, it's cold. It's always roasting in here or freezing. Oh. I can never get that thing right. But I'll probably take it off, and I'll show you the big uh, gray locks. They're getting a little long right now, but it's a uh, love your melon puts out. Uh, whoever makes these uh, really does a good job because they're thick and you can wear them when it's kind of droopy over or uh, they got all sorts of different stuff. Or when you're inside. They had one for the state tournament. I'm thinking Chef Boyardee or Charles it's Dickens. It's kind of a, uh, it's, it's, it, it looks kind of like, it's like a, the late great John Nassif always wore a, a beret. So it kind of has that beret look about it. Except it does a little bit longer. No, see, I'm seeing more cat in the hat. 
That's really? what I'm seeing right now. Stovepipe okay. hat. The yeah. man with the yellow hat says over there. Okay. That's Curious that's, George. That's Curious George. That's what it is. You, your kids are too old. You forgot all of that. Curious George and the electric fence. What was it? Uh, no. no. Children's rejected uh, rejected children's <laughs> books. It was uh, one of them was Curious George and the electric fence. What was the guy's name on Saturday Night Live? A uh, bag of glass. She can have oh, a bag uh, of glass. Wayne. Uh, Wayne Way. Um, was it Rufus Wayne Way? No. Uh, Wayne. Uh, no. Wayne Wright. Wayne Wright. No. No, Rufus Wainwright is a musician. He's like, uh, yeah, um, I'm going to find out. Hey, Miss Face, uh, kids love Bag of Glass. Hey, so yeah, Bag of Glass for Halloween. Wayne Hathaway. Wayne Hathaway. No, that's the twins' old uh, old guy in the clubhouse. Oh, that really wasn't Wayne, Wayne. Isn't it? Wayne, isn't it Wayne? That's Wayne Hathaway. That's Wayne Hathaway, a yeah. big guy, right? It was Wayne something or other, the character on Saturday Night Live with the Bag of Glass. It was Wayne something. May, Wayne Mainway means something. Bag remember. of glass. Uh, if my dad's listening, Irwin he's probably Mainway. screaming. Irving Irwin Mainway. Irwin, Irwin Mainway. That's it. That was Jane one of my Curtin. dad's that favorite skits. Uh, but yeah, back to the combat. The com- it, it, to me, it it just it is so blatantly just hang these guys on meat hooks and hand the microphone to the auctioneer because that's all it is. Well, and we already know, like you said, uh, how fast they are. Uh, because they've been tested, or how much they can bench press. And but now like it's you, can you perform under pressure a little bit? I think they're trying to find a little bit more of that out. Mm. And it's also a month, what, six weeks before the draft? Seven weeks? NFL is year-round now, isn't it? Oh, it, it's relentless. Well, I suppose all sports, almost. The Super Bowl was just four weeks ago. I know. And the news cycle has never ended. That's true. It's just gone on and on and on, just kind of like this opening segment, I guess. <laughs> we should break here. This is Brian Murphy in for the mayor on 1500 ESPN. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Murphy in for the mayor. Uh, it is 37 degrees on this Friday afternoon, and I think we're going to be up to 50 tomorrow is the word on the street. And, I saw 50 uh, in the forecast. The uh, The streets are going to be running red with uh, melted snow. Well, it's nice because I think earlier this week we had that kind of that mini meltdown mm-hmm. uh, before you could really, the ice could dam up maybe on your uh, roofs, things like that. So that took care of a lot of it, so it'll be... Um, slushy, but not, I don't think it's going to be as bad as it could have been. I don't dare say the end is nigh, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I feel uh, I feel good about things. Right, the sun is warm now; it stays up high. It's it's out a little longer. Um, We're like Denver. If it gets, uh, if we get, you know, it'll six be inches, it'll be gone soon. Right. Boom. Yeah, the worst is, has passed. Yeah. Um, I know it's sport at this station to sort of make make fun of uh, the intrepid baseball reporter Derek Wetmore and his dearth of knowledge of movies. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's seen any of them. That's so I got into some not Twitter. Not just movies, but there are sports movies he hasn't seen. I know. That that is di- a little bit more disturbing, too, if you're he a sports seen writer. He Major League. Yes, and he's oh, a baseball, he's a baseball nerd. How can you not see I Major League? I don't know. Slapshot? Slapshot, yeah. Caddyshack? Uh, I mean, uh, we could go on Tell me he's seen one with the kids. Uh, Sandlot? I believe he, he may have seen that, and if he's oh. listening, he's probably not. But uh, very curvy Wendy Peppercorn. Oh, of course. Yeah. Woo. You still remember that, huh? Oh yeah. Squints, nice. Squints got lucky when he gave her a mouth. Six mouth. kids. They had six kids. Remember That's the right. episode? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, they ended know. up and had uh, six kids Squints. after that. Um, 
So I kind of came up. I was. Th- I've been. T- I t- been telling him I'm going to come up with an essentials list, right? A, a top ten list. Oh yeah. And I want to kind of make sure it crosses all genres. So it's not just all you know dramas, all comedies, right. all sports. And I want to kind of go. Uh, you know, kind of cut across a little bit. Um, so I, I just kind of came up with my my ten. If I were to, if somebody were to fall from the sky and not know anything about American cinema, um, I was just thinking about coming up with these. And if you want to pull up a, a couple of quotes, yeah. maybe a, in a second. But I want to hear your guys's input All as right. well. Number one's got to be The Godfather, sure. And number two is Godfather Two. And then I'm going to go Casablanca because I don't think there's a better written movie. Uh, out there as far as a classic goes. Came okay. out in 42. It's a little dated. I have seen that. Because it's from 1942, and it's obviously World War II, but it is. Uh, there are some lines in there that are funny. In fact, pull up the, uh, if you can on YouTube, Brooke, mm-hmm. pull up the um, Casablanca uh, Drunkard. Okay. And I think if, if there's a short scene, it should be a minute or something, but uh, somebody asks Humphrey Bogart's character, character what, uh, what nationality is. Uh, the Sting... You know the Sting, don't you, Rook? Uh, the Sting is Paul Newman, Robert my Redford. My kids have not seen that yet. Introduced them to it, uh, and I see. I'm, I'm meeting with. I'm getting uh, resisted, though. Uh, there is resistance Why? with me because I had them watch Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Not the same. Same character. I know. Same actors. They're worried. Yeah, but they, they were. Oh, it's slow, and it is a little slow. Uh, the I'm not Sting's a, big fan. a little better, I think. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I mean, I, I'm more into The Sting. When I saw The Sting as a teenager, I thought it was the greatest movie I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I'm still floored by the ending. All right, here um, we go. There's no swearing in this, is there? No, it's Casablanca. Okay. Rick, uh, this is Major Heinrich Strasser of the Third Reich. How do you do, Mr. Rick? Oh, how do you do? And you already know Herr Heinz of the Third Reich? Yeah, Herr Heinz. They all look German. The Germans? We are very honored tonight, Rick. Major Strasser is one of the reasons the Third Reich enjoys the reputation it has today. You repeat Third Reich as though you expected there to be others. Well, personally, Major, I will take one. Yeah, comes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do Here you we... mind if I ask you a few questions? Here we go. Unofficially, of course. Make it official if you like. What is your nationality? I'm a drunkard. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes Rick a citizen of the world. Okay, that's good enough. Yep, that's yep, all good, I wanted. I'm a drunkard. Reavers, I thought you'd appreciate that. Of all, sure. it's, it's black and white. You you glazed over, didn't no, you? No, I mean I I can relate. I've seen. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I've seen the movie. It's great. You have. Everybody needs to watch it. I get okay. It. I just. But you don't want to be have it pounded on you, right? There you go. I that, hear you. That, that's, that's that's fine. That's, that's well said. What about Citizen Kane? I do like Citizen Kane. See, I think that's almost too arty. Really? Yeah, I like it, but it's too much for. I would not make Derek Wetmore watch Citizen Kane. He may never watch another movie again. But see, I think more people can relate to a plot line like that much more than they can Casablanca. Really? That's a love so. story. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you're saying most people can't handle love? No, I just think most yeah, people don't have the the mental easy focus. Al Campanis. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I think I think it's easier to gravitate towards a movie like that as opposed to a, a love story like Casablanca. Uh, Personally, an old rich man dying. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we got the Sting, the Big Lebowski. It, it, there cannot be a top ten list without the Big Lebowski you, in there. Is yeah, there, that has to right? be in there. That because the dude would not abide. No, that. he would not. He would right. not abide. Right. That. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Uh, yes. Nicholson's probably finest work. Yep. I don't necessarily think it has to be top ten. I'm particular to uh, to Nicholson. How about this for a comedy? And I think it's very underrated from the '80s. Midnight Run. Midnight Run, uh, very, uh, it is underrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Charlie referenced is, on this show, he's too. Hilarious. Oh, it is? Yeah, it is? Yeah. Okay, great. You see those chickens back there? <laughs> Pretty good-looking chickens. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I think Charles... Marvin, is, look out! <laughs> he's very funny. I think he's his dry humor... Um, I was trying to teach... Uh, I was trying to tell my oldest son uh, a good date night movie. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be... Heaven Can Wait. Yes, the Heaven football. Uh, I love that with Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty, and uh, it was a that was a very pleasant. And again, Charles Grodin was in there, and yes. he was played a very funny role. And it's uh, I think that holds up from the late seventies. I mean, the story is kind of yes. weird, but yeah. it, it, I think it holds Buck up. Buck Henry, James Mason, Julie also, Christie, yeah, along those lines. Arthur. Yeah, I'm not a. I said, no? I'm not a Dudley Moore fan. Oh, he kind of drives me so, nuts. That was such a fun uh, movie. I guess. And then maybe the song kind of bore into my head that Christopher Cross. Once in your life, you find her. Yeah. Rookie, don't sing. It makes people turn off the radio or drive off the road. Cannot afford that. (laughs) You know what? I I love this, but I I'm looking at you. What and dummy? I can't take anything you say seriously when you're wearing that stocking hat like that. Really? It, 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 is, is, a, it is about the presentation. You do. You, you, you uh, look like you're, you look like one out? of the grandparents in Willy Wonka. You do. <laughs> and the <laughs> Chef Boyardee Grandpa thing. Joe? Yeah, it, it's very Chef Boyardee-like. Let's do this. With the hat. Let the audience know. Yeah, Although it should gonna, be white, not at blue. At Rookie G. What am I? At, at rookie, rookie GL, GL or GL Rookie 13 on Instagram. But you got to turn your head, show the bo- the back part of it. Here, why don't you give it to me and I'll yeah, take it. Yeah, you need the angle. Can, you, left, you, you need the flop. Her. You need the floppy angle. Uh, a couple more quickies and I'll get out of here. Network, <laughs> just because of Howard Beale yeah. and the mad as hell scene. I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. That's correct. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. And uh, Full Metal Jacket, which we'd never be able to play any scene from it on this show because ah, there's Joker. more. <laughs> I used to freak Joe out with that way back when, when uh, uh, that had come out, and he he didn't like me to do the High Joker voice. That was a gr- That was a really good film. Uh, yes. I mean, of course, the boot camp scene where the the drill sergeants in there. I guess that was all unscripted. Did oh, you know well, that? I, I Stanley, did not know that? Stanley no. Kubrick had a different actor playing that character, and Lee Remy, yeah. Lee Ermy, I think was his name. Yeah. He was the technical advisor on the film. He was not in the film. Come on. And basically, he said to Stanley Kubrick, look, this guy that you got, I can do this much better. And Kubrick said, all right, t- give it a shot. Where and he went out and nailed Mickey it. Mouse. Yes. All the, you wow. know... Everything. You're kidding me. He wasn't even originally supposed no, to play the role? he was not the original actor. He was the technical advisor for another guy playing the drill sergeant, a wow. real actor. And then he came in and buried everybody with it. Wow. So there you go. I just educated you. I did not know that. So that's my top ten list. So anybody out there wants to weigh in on what their essentials would be for Derek okay. Wetmore and the educational process we're trying to put him through, 651-646-8255, and we'll be back now, when we, when we come back, Johnny Height will be here when we come back, but I'm going to try to find one of the best Saturday Night Live parodies ever, and it's when Phil Hartman uh, played the drill sergeant. I think Matt Modine was on Saturday Night Live. Oh, really? And uh, I'm going to try to find it. It doesn't always work out here with this Hulu thing, but if if I can pull it off, uh, tune in because it's it's very entertaining. Outstanding. Did you ever think common sense would be this much fun? Joe Souchere. Someone who turns your heart around and next thing you know. <laughs> you know, if you're going to play Christopher Cross, play some Ride Like the Wind or something, you know, jam it out a little bit. I can make that happen okay, for the next break. You know, uh, when you get caught between the moon and the New York Yes. Yeah. Folks, this is where, you know, have you ever heard this song? This is the This was the... The theme song for Arthur. So Here sing with me now. Here we go. 
That is crazy. This reminds me of rainy, depressing days in 1981. Well, that's true. But Alright, I'll John Height Rescue is pleased with some news. <laughs> Thanks, Wait, Murph. After all that, oh, you're going to give me a sponsor now, aren't you? Well, Fratelloni's would like to be heard. Okay, well, uh, this is all brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Store, proud sponsor of the beer show. That's Thursday night, so it was last night with Mr. Reavers here on 1500. That was a slow phase. Yes, it was. That was, yeah, that was. That was weird. I could keep singing. <clears throat> Partly sunny and 37 degrees. You know, Murph, uh, Nicholson's probably my favorite actor. Yeah. Uh, Chinatown is, is my Well, my yeah. I, I, okay, I'll give you that much. That the last detail, very underrated, the, too. Very good, yeah. Uh, twins. Are, what are you doing? Oh, I'm oh, listening Rook's to it in Q. I'm sorry. Yeah, Q pardon me. Playing drums. I'll be done now. Wow. Twins are playing the Blue Jays this afternoon. Uh, the Twins basically started an A lineup. Uh, it went Dozier, Maurer, Sano, Rosario, Morrison, Buxton, Kepler, Polanco, and then uh, hitting ninth and catching, Williams Astudio. So uh, that's the A lineup, except for the catching. I heard my guy Lomo had a triple in the game today, John. Did he? I did not see that. That's I, what I'm reading on Twitter. I can tell you that Eddie Rosario has a home run, and the Twins, uh, at last look, were up two to nothing. Jake Odorizzi started. It was really good. Two and two thirds innings, no hits, no runs, three strikeouts. So. How we could they not leave him in to get the no hitter? Well, I bet they. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's, that's probably ridiculous. on the probably on one of the comment lines. Of the uh, it probably is. That's, that's pitch play. counts. Oh, we should celebrate it. The Twins won. Twins won. Uh, no, they're still playing. <laughs> Sorry. Oh yeah. Wow. News notes from today. Uh, traffic note for the weekend. If you're doing any driving, a stretch of 35W in Minneapolis is closing all weekend as crews demolished the 38th Street Bridge. The Department of Transportation said the stretch of the freeway between 94, Highway 94, and Highway 62 will close beginning at 10 o'clock tonight. 35W South will be open to traffic south of 46th Street. The detour... Well, Interstate 394, Highway 100, and Highway 62. That whole stretch of 35W will reopen to traffic by 5 o'clock Monday morning. So None of that sounds it. fun. If you have to use 35W, uh, keep that in mind. It won't be open part of the way. Driver of a semi accused of looking at his phone in the moments prior to a fatal crash Tuesday in Lake Elmo will be allowed to drive while out on bail. A Washington County judge ruled that this morning. That seems like a really good idea. Yeah. Prosecutors had asked that 28-year-old Samuel Hicks of Independence, Wisconsin, not be allowed to drive, but the judge disagreed, saying if his driver's license was valid, he should be permitted to drive. Bail for Hicks set at $60,000 without conditions and $20,000 with conditions. The crash at Highway 36 and Lake Elmo Avenue killed 54-year-old business owner and biology instructor Robert Bursick of Amory, Wisconsin. Hicks is facing the criminal vehicular homicide charge after video footage from his truck showed him looking down at his phone for eight seconds before the crash. According to the criminal complaint, Hicks admitted he had been texting with his girlfriend and using an app while driving along Highway 36, a route he said he traveled about once a week for work. You know, somebody off the air, Johnny, pointed this out, and I think this is worth uh, looking into. And again, our complaint yesterday was that the, the laws and the penalties aren't nearly strict enough, but... Given the fact that the girlfriend knows what the boyfriend does for a living, does she become an accomplice in this, knowing that she was texting him while she knew he was behind the wheel? I wouldn't think there'd be any way to charge that. Hmm. I, I don't know how they could. They need to become, I'm sorry, but the penalties need to become stiffer because yeah. this is a joke. People are dying as a result of, okay, I'm preaching to the choir. <laughs> President Trump is we're all nodding in agreement. Well, yes. it's, just, it's just senseless. It's dumb. 
President Trump reportedly is asking White House Chief of Staff John Kelly to oust his daughter, Ivanka Trump, and her husband, Jared Kushner. (laughs) Although both serve in roles as advisors, the New York Times reported that the president privately asked Trump or Kelly's help, excuse me, in moving them out. Uh, Earlier this week, Kushner lost his interim top secret security clearance. News also broke that banking regulators in New York had asked several lenders about their financial relationships with him. Meanwhile, the Securities and Exchange Commission late last year dropped its inquiry into a financial company that a month earlier had given Kushner's real estate firm a $180 million loan. There's no evidence that Kushner or any other Trump administration officials had a role in the agency's decision to drop the inquiry. The timing, though, has once again raised potential conflict of interest questions about Kushner's family business and his role as an advisor to his father-in-law, President Trump. Wouldn't it be just like Trump to outsource the firing of his daughter? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it would be. Uh, There has been a bit of chaos this week, shall we say, at the White House. Mm. Uh, Let's call it that. Uh, So what is the president tweeting about? Well, he's not pleased. Hillary? That, no, Alec Baldwin. Oh, jeez. Ah. <laughs> Where is that? Hey, it'll go away, President Trump, if you don't say anything, just like it did for a while. Alec Baldwin, apparently, uh, he commented that impersonating the president is agony and suggesting that the Saturday Night Live replace the comedian. Trump tweeted, Alec Baldwin, whose dying mediocre career was saved <laughs> by his terrible impersonation of me on SNL, <laughs> now says playing me was agony. Alec, it was agony agony for those who were forced to watch, too. Bring back Daryl Hammond, funnier, and a far greater talent. He oh does have a point, though, because Alec Baldwin's career was saved by Saturday Night Live. Not by that character, but by yeah. Saturday Night Live. Well, he was doing all right. I mean, he was on no, what, he, 30 Rock. And... But, that, but no, 30 Rock came as a result of his appearance in Saturday Night Live. Mm, 100%. Not as Trump. No, 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 no. 30 Rock came as a result of his appearances oh, on correct. Saturday Night I, Live. I would agree with that. Yeah. 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 So he's got a point. But his it. movie yeah. career was doing all right. I mean, he, he, cat in no, the Hat. He was no, no, guy no. in Cat in the Hat. Oh, he was just in Boss Baby. <laughs> the cartoon. I, I did not see I Boss Baby. I took the kids baby. to see really? He was the Boss Baby. How was it? Uh, it was okay. You got to sit through you know? those. You know, I'd take one for the I team. Know, I know. Yeah. I did. Yeah. It was okay. It had a moment or two. Uh, Jay-Z has climbed past Sean Diddy Combs to rank as the world's wealthiest hip-hop artist, thanks to champagne and cognac investments, according to data released by Forbes magazine. The 48-year-old rapper and music mogul increased his estimated net worth in 2017 to $900 million. That's up by $90 million from the year before in the annual list compiled by Forbes. The 48-year-old Combs, who had been hip-hop's wealthiest artist since Forbes first released the list in 2011, grew his estimated $825 million fortune by only $5 million last year. The primary driver of Jay-Z's wealth came from investments in luxury champagne brand Armand de Brignac and Deuce Cognac. While lukewarm trends in the vodka and cable television sectors weighed on Combs' investment, Jay-Z's tenure at the top spot could be short-lived. Hip-hop's third wealthiest figure, Dr. Dre, expected to add a nine-figure windfall of Apple stock to his estimated $770 million wealth. Apple Some stock. talk this summer. This might be something you would like to invest in. <laughs> I'm working on my Josh Arnold impersonation. Josh Arnold is one of the nicest guys in the world, and uh, I really want to get his voice down because he, he has a very distinct Well, clearly, though, financial Dr. Voice. Dre made his money listening to Josh's online well, ads. This mm-hmm. is uh, Dr. Dre, and I'm not sure what the Dre is. Not even close. Uh, uh, the, the Dreidel. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, something like this. 
Uh, Drake uh, and uh, Eminem, Josh, round out the latest top five. They have yes, about $100 uh, This is uh, a each. Mars product where you can invest Straight in out of Williamsburg. M&M's. <laughs> Or is he the uh, uh, the rapper? Oh, I get it. Okay. The uh, rap music. You, you take M&M's and you have a rapper, uh, yellow or brown, over them, which you can invest in Mars. Straight out of Brighton Beach. There yes. he is right there. We'll be back uh, with the Dave Dahl weather update. Yes, with Dave Dahl and more Josh Arnold after this. One forty-six on this Friday afternoon, and Dave Dahl is in the Channel 5 newsroom with a weather update. Oh, he should be. Dave Allegedly. Hang on. No, it is. I've got to, uh, we have the cat right there. There he is. My fault, Dave, not yours. That, okay, thanks. No, it's your fault, Dave. <laughs> I know. It's easy to serve him up, isn't it? You know, Rook usually throws me under the bus, but not I this time. Do. Yeah, I don't have to because Joe's not here. <laughs> I don't impress anybody. <laughs> All right, Murph, it's 37 right now, heading for a high today of around 40. Just beautiful weather. The average high is 35, so we're above that already, and we should end up above that uh, later on this afternoon. Now, tonight it's going to dip down to 28 again, some of that refreeze. We've had that all week long, uh, so watch out for some icy spots tomorrow morning. But tomorrow looks like a fine day. Mostly sunny skies, high of around 46 degrees, 47 then on Sunday. Some rain showers develop Sunday. Maybe even seeing a little thunder shower activity by Sunday evening. And then Monday, cold rain falling. That changes over to a mix by Monday evening and changes over to snow Monday night into Tuesday. At this point, it doesn't look like a lot of snow, but it could be enough to really slow things down for Tuesday morning's commute uh, with maybe two to three inches of snow, not out of the question for us by Tuesday afternoon. Wednesday, just cooler, high of only 30, 30 on Thursday, back up to 34 by Friday, but definitely a cooler week next week. Beautiful out there right now, Murph. We're at 37 degrees. All right. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Thanks, David. Um, You were saying. Uh, What was I saying? You were looking something up. I was looking up. uh, Yeah, I can't. I can't play it. Oh, is the uh, the Saturday Night Live skit from. Yeah, and sometimes uh, NBC and Hulu uh, greatly restrict playing uh, skits back. And so I can't play it. But basically it was Phil Hartman doing a scene like that. Uh, with Matt Modine, who was guest hosting. So he went up and down the line and said, you laughing with your hair on your head, your hair head. And <laughs> and uh, Dennis, um, who was the news guy? Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller couldn't keep it. He could not keep it together. It was just, and you were the guy with those eyes in your face. He was, it was so over the top hilarious. And I, I with can't. With just basic material. I mean, yes. Was, yeah, it was great. Obviously, there was no profanity and whatnot. Correct. I don't think Phil Hartman gets nearly... The he he's not as revered as you know the Chris Farleys and the guys I, that left too soon. I mean, obviously it was under different circumstances. He was good he at was, everything. He was so good was at fantastic. everything that he did. He was so funny, and the the character that he played on News Radio that that show yes. was phenomenal. Yes, he was so good in that show. It really yeah he it was he was perfect for it, and it's too bad that he did you know checked out unfortunately the way he did, but. Yeah, uh, with the wife shooting him. Wasn't that what fabulous. happened? Murder-suicide with his yeah. wife or something? Yeah. That's was, I'm not sure what the reason was, but she was mad. <laughs> well, yeah, there, yeah, there's there that. You there you go. Yep, understatement of the year. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> other skit that reminded me of a movie parody, and it was done extremely well, and it was Dana Carvey playing the Jimmy Stewart character from 
It's a Wonderful Life. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. And then yes. they end up beating, beating to death uh, Old Man Potter. <laughs> that was what was awesome. <laughs> hey, hey, let's go get them. They all get their clubs and their billy clubs and hammers. And they all yes. they drag them out of the, the wheelchair oh and just God. beat them to death. <laughs> Pottersville. Oh, yeah, well, I, uh, uh, Saturday Night Live has captured so many, and they just run with it. And they, you know... I know they got a pretty good budget, but with what what limited stuff they have on the stage there, they really do a fabulous job of of mocking. So maybe back to my top ten list uh, just a little bit. I mean, uh, anything you agree with, disagree with? What are your essentials? Uh, like off the top of your head, like again, if 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 an alien said, "Hey, tell us all about American cinema. Give me a top ten list." Uh, I loved Amadeus. I went back and made my family watch Amadeus with Tom Hulse. Yeah. Um, Didn't even like I, it? Even I said no. Yeah. Uh, Dated? It, uh, yeah, it just it went on too long. It was three hours, wasn't it? It went on too long. And I loved, you know, that's when I was working at the movie theater. And so I kept, you know, I saw it. And I, I All I remember is it being great, but it's actually pretty slow. And my family just said, no. What are you doing uh, to us? Yeah, See, and back then... You didn't care that it was long and that it was slow because you were on the clock. Right. It's hey, let's go. We're only doing a one late show tonight, not you know nine and eleven. We're, Did you work the reels? Uh, I was the project. I worked for the Man Theaters, the local chain here. So you were the projectionist. I worked at the Grandview and the Highland Theater. Yeah, it's and in we my neighborhood. had union projectionists. Oh. However, uh, the union was kind of being phased out. I'm not sure where they are now, but as a manager, I did have to know how to. Um, uh, run the movie so I could I could go in there today if it was the same and probably thread that baby up again. Well, they're all digital now, I think, aren't they? I haven't been inside of one for a while, but I was great when the movie would break. You ever melt it? Uh, I no, I would go and I would moonwalk. I would entertain the crowd. You oh, get a sold out house, it together. Oh. and they're you know they're they're editing it together. I would go moonwalk on the Highland stage. That's a and, tough gig. Oh, people are mad, but you know it was unexpected. I was even back then an entertainer and. Eighth grade, ninth grade. I had no problem doing and that. And you could do the moonwalk. I was pretty good at the moonwalk. Yeah. I still am. I've seen him in action. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. What and kind of floor uh, do you need for that? Uh, car- you need very thin carpet or you need Linoleum. shoes. Yeah, you need shoes that are slippery. Because okay. you can't have any well, he, rubber-soled shoes. Michael Jackson wore penny loafers when he did, usually right. did Those it. Right? Are, that's the perfect, perfect shoe to do that in. I All can right. still do it today. Amadeus, what's your what's okay? What's your best uh, comedy? Pure comedy. Oh boy, that's an essential. Hmm. Well, I'm not allowed to speak it, <laughs> but it starred Eddie Murphy and the Duke Boys. I loved the Eddie Murphy. The Trading Places was a was a. Fun... Why Why are you not allowed to say that on this show? He's referenced it. He's oh, referenced it yeah. a million I, times. I so Joe has forbidden him from, even though I believe a caller. Brought it up yesterday. Yes. So it's, uh, with but Joe. this is, we're stating fact here. So I would tell this person, uh, you need to see um, Beverly Hills Cop mm-hmm. and you need to see the original. Uh, yeah, the original was great. Anything and with Eddie Murphy in his first places. run was pretty yes. good. Yes. And Trading Places might have been his yeah. high watermark actually for a while there because yeah. Aykroyd was in it, Jamie Lee Curtis. You yeah. can even throw Eddie Murphy Raw, the stand up. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was pretty, pretty good. good. However, and, and before we go to break here, I would include Star Wars, the original. Yeah. The original I, I think as, a must- as a popcorn movie, yeah. But that's you put you put that on, you put it in the time capsule. Yeah, not better than the Godfather. The yeah, Godfather, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's not. a must see. First three are must sees. All the other, also I agree. Rans. And the problem is, you have to see Star Wars. But I think Empire Strikes Back is the best of the original three. All right, scariest movie ever. Uh, the Shining. Okay, I'm right up there with you. That's pretty. Yeah, uh, the original uh, Children of the Corn. 
Oh, I, I can't uh, watch Malachi, it. Malachi, yeah, yeah. that was pretty crazy. I can't watch it to this day because it freaked me out so bad. When and I was real a kid. quick, if I can get it in, remember, uh, was it Have You Checked the Children? I don't know what the name of that movie was, uh, where the guy have... was in the upstairs why crank. Have you checked the children? Yes, and he was calling from upstairs. Oh, Carol Kane, and then she's having a dinner at the restaurant after it was supposedly all over, and she gets a phone call, and it's him. Yeah, I and don't she like melts that. down. Oh, Ooh. um, shortest um horror movie ever. We'll take this in the break. <laughs> Hey, yo, what's going on in your basement? Ain't none of my business. I feel ya. Roll the credits. GL Rookie 13 on Instagram, at Rookie 13 on Twitter. I'm rocking the Love Your Melon Cap. Yeah? What are, what are the comment sections telling you? I'm not on Instagram. I just on... I just put it up there, so oh, there we go. Uh, I don't expect, I'm not that popular to expect a big wave. I'm not Murph. I don't have Murph numbers. Uh, the Pilquette chimes in real quick before we had to break yeah. uh, on a, the Essentials movie list. Monty Python's Holy Grail. Ooh, Mel yeah. Brooks, several choices. Uh, scariest movie for the Pilquette, The Exorcist. I forgot about that. That was freaky. Yeah, to that see that freaky. the first time would have been awful. Green. We'll K- be back with the second hour of Garage Logic here on 1500 ESPN KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis.